Just keep pressing mute, mate. You'll be right. We're live. Sports Rewind Digital. Uh, welcome to those uh, listening live and those listening on the audio podcast or the YouTube uh, playback. Davo, how is it, mate? How's the week been? Uh, mate, it's Thursday. We're near the weekend. So bring on Friday. Then be weird. No, no baseball now. So uh, it's on. The, it's all on the cricket training. Bit of cricket training, mate. Yeah. How's the family uh, keen for the cricket season? Is <sighs> it uh, all happening again? Like, is everyone pumped? Yeah, they're very keen. Sort of like any chance to sort of get down the nets and have a roll the arm over. They're all for it. So, absolutely. Yeah, they, the three of them can't wait. Randall, have we uh, us, really? Yeah, can we put any bets on who's going to get the most runs again this year, or what are you thinking? Yeah, mate, I might drop a bit of a spreadsheet actually and get some odds. We'll have a look at what everyone everyone averaged last year, and yep. um, yeah, we'll have a look at some favourites. I think for this year. Oh, it'll be it'll be the misses, the misses first, then Ella, um, and then myself. Poor Ash still playing the youngest league. They only get about a dozen balls each, so it's hard yeah. for her. But uh, for boundaries, boundaries and runs, that was the misses last year. She led the whole club, um, both men and women for most boundaries in an innings. So there you go. Right. Stand and deliver. Might be a, might be a dollar ten favourite then. Dollar right ten favourite for sure. I reckon uh Dave might come fourth on runs this year as well. <laughs> I think you know. every every chance I can't get dropped lower than eighth grade, so <laughs> well you can, you can, but then you wouldn't play. So yeah. We'll we'll keep you in there, mate. What about you, Randall? Same as same as mate. Baseball's done for us for playing for the year, obviously. Um, so semi-finals time. Both the boys are in semi-finals this week. So hopefully they can progress through for another week. Um, and then first and second grade start in their semi-finals as well. So just coaching for me, and that's it. Yep. Other than that, mate. Hopefully it's a quiet summer of bit of recovery. Yourself. Um, uh, not much, mate. Just a uh, bit of work and, um, yeah, a few things going on at work and not much else outside of work at the moment. So keen to uh, have these next few days off and get out to third and fourth grade and um, help the club out where I can there and it should be good fun. A couple good of fun beverages, for... mate. Yeah, might have a couple. See what, see what happens. Yeah, so the semi-finals for third and fourth grade this week. Um, you just mentioned to us that um, bit of a ground change there for third and fourth grade. Yeah, yeah, they. Um, I know we, we were hosting at Waterboard. Uh, I think the minor semi-finals for third and fourth grade, and Boomerang's Ground was hosting the the major semi-finals, and they've just swapped them over. So, um, so yeah, obviously doesn't mean anything to us. Yep. No, no different. No difference. Where we don't, we aren't featuring at all. But um, yeah. Either way, we'll still be there. Have a couple of cans and and watch some, watch some. Hopefully, good baseball. Absolutely, should be plenty on. So first and second grade, mate. They're um, they they don't play this weekend, do they? No, they got the yeah. Toronto have the bye this week. Um. Boomerangs play Belmont, I think, and um, that would mean White Sox and Phoenix play each other. Yep. I'm not 100% sure um, how that's going to wrap up the season. Yep. I, I have a feeling that Phoenix may finish third in second grade and White Sox third in first grade. Okay. Off the top of my head, I'm not 100% sure on that. Anyone yep. can correct me if I'm wrong, but... Yeah, I think Belmont Belmont have got the minor premiership in first grade, followed by us, and then second grade we have the minor premiership followed by Belmont. So, yeah. week one of the finals will be the week after the semi-finals will be the week after, and it'll be Toronto Belmont all day. Yep, nice. Oh, good luck to all those playing. I know uh, Phoenix have got their old boys' day um, this weekend, so if you're uh, past and present, get out there and support that. Have a beer and have something from the canoe. Always helps 
it's always a good day. Hey, I For just sure. want to give a couple of quick shout outs. Um few uh few listening at home there. Oh tank, mate. I heard uh tank. Our, our third and fourth grade bat boy. I heard uh he's been listening to the show at home. So big shout out, Tank, mate. Don't take too much on board. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens there. But and also um Tate up there in Queensland, the 18U Queensland team, mate. Welcome. Uh, thanks for tuning in. So, yeah, text, mate, for those uh, that didn't hear that first bit. There was a few ground changes. Not happy about it, but uh, unlucky, I guess. It's, um, you know, Boomerangs have got third and fourth grade. At, uh, they're, they're hosting the other semi final, and there would be no one there to sort of do the work. So, you got to have, uh, I guess, the supporters there and the volunteers. So, um, yeah, welcome, James. Hope you're doing well, mate. It's just about ten past nine. You've probably got about six minutes left before Dad comes up there. Uh, he hasn't been home for long. He's been, um, he's been at under fourteens rep training at, up at the batting cages at Hawkeyes. So, oh, nice. He's only been home long enough to have dinner and quickly jump on to uh, watch the stream. He's actually Fair probably sitting over, sitting over my shoulder or something, actually. I'll get him on. Get him on to say hello, mate. Right, let's get into the tidbits, fellas. we got um, the tidbits, some MLB and and baseball, NRL, NFL, a bit of a wrap-up of the World Cup, and uh, we'll get us out of here. Uh, do you reckon we'll get under an hour tonight? Yeah, mate, for sure. <laughs> I reckon... <laughs> I reckon we're odds on to be over an hour for sure. The light up we've got tonight. But anyway, here it is, the tidbits. I think you're up first, Dave. Yeah, so um, with the good old wankies losing nine in a row, even though they won today. So Rich Hill and Adam Wainwright are the only two players currently on big league rosters that were alive the last time the Yankees lost nine games in a row. So uh, while we might poke fun at the Yankees for losing nine in a row, 1982 was the last time they actually lost that many. So shows the longevity of those two. Absolutely. There was a pretty cool um, Rich Hill um, post as well. I'm trying to find it. I think he was um, playing for the Montreal Expos yeah. last happened or something. Uh, where was it? Yeah, last time Yankees lost nine straight. Rich Hill was pitching for Montreal Expos in his third professional season. Yeah, wow. and Derek Jeter was like eight or something. I don't know. There's going to be plenty of Yankees uh, hate tonight anyway. For those of the Yankees fan, probably turn off now. Are there any? Southo. Southo is a Yankees fan. Supposedly. Yeah. So the second one is um, – so. A stat is season with at least 25 home runs and 25 defensive runs saved as a center fielder. Andrew Jones has four. The other 20,272 players in history have combined for two. <laughs> so, mate, what a freak he was when he first came up as a 19-year-old in the 96 World Series and great career, but that's that's a hell of a stat right there. It is. I sure love is. that era of Braves, though. It was awesome. Awesome to yep. watch. Uh, what have I got? Uh, I'm up next. Uh, Savo is here. Mate, tune in. Keep listening, Savo. There's a, a couple more um, Yankees quotes coming up, mate. <laughs> Dodgers Stadium right now in LA. The Dodgers moved their Sunday game, uh, and their last rainout was April 17th. 2000. They have only had 17 rainouts in their history. I'm pretty sure Gated has had 17 rainouts this year. <laughs> Fair chance. <laughs> they definitely uh, did last year. A, a crazy one, that one. Um, sort of caught a little bit of what was going on with the storms and stuff, but yeah, that was hectic. My second one, fellas, um, 
After the Braves' victory a few nights ago, only five MLB franchises have reached 11,000 wins in their team's history. The Braves, San Francisco, Dodgers, the Cubs, and St. Louis Cardinals. There you go. Ninja, if you list them, mate, the Cardinals have done something. Only because they've been around the longest. Yeah, pretty cool stat, I thought. Well, it shows how successful the Braves have been because I know, well, I suppose they were Boston Braves for a while, but um, those 90s teams certainly got them up there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Randall. All right. Just so now I know that Savo's on here, he'll love this one. The New York Yankees would need to go 35 and 3 in their last 38 games to cash in on the postseason win total above 94.5. So that was their bet that was their betting line at the start of the year, Nine, 94 and a half games. So they'd still need another 35 35 wins out of 38 games to actually just I'm, get there. I'm pretty sure they're not going to do it, eh? <laughs> pretty sure they're not going to do it there, Southo. Uh, he's, he's right, though. Judge had a bit of a day today. Um, Judge went three bombs today, um, including a grand slam. Um, you know, good to see, but uh, I guess we move on to this one, Randall. Yeah, I saw this little one pop up the other day. Four little images there, the Pentagon, the Hexagon, the Octagon, and, of course, the Season Gone, New York Yankees logo and Season Gone. Sorry, Savo, but you got nothing. I'm not sure who this one is. Yankees are a joke. Overpaid and overrated. 100% they are. Couldn't... And somehow they can still bloody feature in the, uh, in the uh, power rankings. That's that's our Braves fan, Mr. Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, love it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's our tidbits gone for the week. Uh, we won't uh, waste too much more time on the Yankees tonight, fellas. We'll, we'll jump into a few other bits, bits and pieces throughout the night. Um, <laughs> we, we're going to go straight on to um, MLB. And this one today. Uh, Sherry Otani has torn a UCL and won't pitch again this season. Also, Trout went back on to mm. the IL. So, uh, massive loss for them. Uh, I guess going back to trade deadline, they probably would take their five or six uh, prospects and trade him off and not have this uh, elbow injury. But what do you do? Hindsight's so a marvellous thing, mate. He'll be out for a, a year now, Tommy John um, being his only option. So not real good. Let's see it. When's he get it done? I suppose no point. It all depends. Do you want him there both as a pitcher and a hitter or do you let him see out the season hitting um, and then have it done, even though that would delay him coming back as a pitcher? So... Questions to be asked for the for the Angels. I guess it depends on his next year's contract, doesn't it? And if you know True. he's going to come back to the Angels, so to speak, they'll get it done straight away, you would think. But you know, if he's gonna not play with the Angels and go elsewhere, maybe they will let him ride it out and hit uh, for yeah. the year. So yeah, who uh, knows. Owner should fire all management for losing six picks and getting one comp pick. Yeah, I think we talked about this the other week. Um, you know, probably hindsight, most of us probably would have taken the, you know, five or six prospects, knowing that he, he's going somewhere else. But what do you do? Uh, he didn't want to be known as the manager to lose Shoei Etani, I guess. No. Well, that's what the White Sox have done. They've uh, gone and sacked their uh, executive vice president and their GM. Yeah. So let's let's see if the Yankees follow suit. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Damn the White it. Sox will be the only team that um, sort of changed GMs or managers or anything. So, but 
yeah, hindsight is great. They yeah. just thought we've got Trout coming back, Atani's Atani's fit. So there's our run. It's sort of like getting Trout back was sort of like getting a big name uh, trade piece. But yeah. unfortunately, what did he last two games? Or only one game? Yeah. So he come back and, well, it was two weeks before he pitched last time. So he must have had some issues then, and then he's come up sore today, and and uh, yeah, and done it. But just lost about two fifty mil. Be a good hitter, only most likely. Oh, I don't know. I reckon he'll come back strong. Um, what's your thoughts on this, fellas? Well, he has been he's been injured before, hasn't he? So is it is it now going to become a liability that he's now? You know, been injured multiple times, playing so much. You know, who, who knows? Like, do you do you uh, make him know. a right fielder? Making a full time right fielder, he can still field pretty well. And if he's he not play... having the uh, rigors of pitching all the time, it might save his arm a bit. Um, so he'd still be pretty handy in the outfield. Yeah, he can he play center field? You know, you know, he can he can move. He's hmm. pretty tidy out there and. And he can, yeah, if he can still throw. Yeah. He can probably throw a few runners out, I'd imagine. Should still so. make 500 million just as yeah. a hitter. I, uh, I honestly think that if he's going to be an angel, they'll get it done straight away. And if not, he'll hit for the rest of the year. But we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. Um, yeah, that UCL injury is obviously not real great, uh, you know, for hitting wise either. So I know, you know, they only want you to flex your arm to 60 degrees or whatever it might be. So, um, see what happens. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting though, won't it? Like when you think about it, does this stop teams from throwing money at him completely? If they know they can't get him next year, like, Who's going to want to pay for him to sit on the bench for the whole year? Yeah. Um, like what, you know, what sort of implication does that actually have? You know, there could have been some teams that were willing to throw big money at him. Will yeah. they still, or will that will teams now balk at that? I reckon they will. I think teams like the Mets, who throw money out willy nilly, will, you know, pay big money to have him get rebuilt for the year and come back far in the year after. But well, yeah. I think they've already come out and said that I think when they let Scherzer and that go that they they weren't going to compete next year. No, nah, they were already looking to follow year I think 2025. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, next year's so, a rebuild. So, so maybe yeah. maybe that's a, a possibility or maybe there's a team doing the same thing that know they're not going to compete next year so they can throw some money at him and, yeah, just get him healthy. I don't yeah. know. See what happens. Uh, I do like this comment from Tex. Um, teams go through rebuilds. Um, some go cold turkey and do it proper, like sack jam and managers. Others hold on and lose more. I think we're talking holding on and lose more like the Yankees are at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I think Davo's right. That there is going to be a bit of action there and a uh, bit of movement, I think. so. The Astros did it a few years back, didn't they? You know, like before... Um, and they they were happy to they were happy to tank for a few years there, and they built up a a pretty good uh, little farm system, and yeah. then and then the um, the Orioles were in the same situation, and they went and got the um, that GM that was at Texas uh, at Texas at um, Houston, yeah, and he's now GM at, at Baltimore, and they've done the same thing. They tanked for what three or four years, five years, and all of a sudden now they've got yeah. number one farm yeah. now they've got number one farm system. Yeah. And a bunch of young kids. We all know they won't be able to hold on to those kids. I think we talked about it the other day. You know, yeah. They won't they won't have the cash to keep the Adley Rutchmans and, and the likes unless they want to take unders. But you know, they're they gonna need to do payday. what Atlanta did, you know, get them two or three years before their trade like their um, you know, arbitration time and you know, lock them away for six, seven years. That's what needs to happen, yeah. whether it happens or not. But yeah, plenty of trash can comments there in the 
in the comments there, fellas, talking about the Astros, but <laughs> yeah, what but about it hasn't uh, worked out for all teams, so lucky you look at Pittsburgh. Um they've they've had number one, number two draft picks the last few years and they haven't really been coming through like the caliber of um Baltimore or even even Houston sort of thing. So yeah. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, 100%. that's right. 100%. Now, this one. Sandy Alcantara, nine complete games since the start of 2022. Uh, next is the Red Sox as a team, Astros, Phillies, and the Rangers. We're just not seeing uh, plenty of these complete games. It's, you know, not <laughs> what teams do anymore. I'd love to see it. Um yeah. The Rocket come out, I think it was on his Instagram or it might have been on his TikTok or something, and he was talking about, you know, the old days when pitchers, you know, that's what they their job was to do was they go the complete game. Just we don't see it anymore. It's a different style of game, but I think it's pretty cool that he's had nine. So Yeah, he's a workhorse. But, so it's it's good to see him come back to form. He started the season a bit rough. But um, he's starting to find his groove. And, yeah, the innings are going up. Complete games, the wins are going. So he's he's yeah. back finding his spot. Did a uh, short of his where he, I think he had nine strikeouts or something the other day. And he's just moving the ball well. And, yeah. Uh, Dominguez. Yeah, well, he's um, probably at home drinking beers right now, I reckon. Uh, he's with he, Jermaine. Yeah. So, anyway. But um, you look at that, like, nine complete starts since, like, 2022 uh, goes to one of the stats we've been sending around, like, the all-time mark that will never be beaten. How's Cy Young? 749 complete games. I think that's a pretty safe bet in the way the game is these days. Yeah. No, it's pretty insane, isn't it? But anyway... I'd love to see a few more of these, and I'm sure everyone else would as well. Uh, it's always good to watch a pitcher dominate and battle through, and you you know see him get through the side a couple of times, and then start to think differently and pitch backwards and do whatever they need to do to to get through it. So, yeah, like a, a lot of them aren't a lot of them aren't getting through seven or even getting to seven innings these days, yeah. are they? No, that's right. And you, you have uh, Maddox do a complete game with seventy six pitches. Or seventy nine, yeah. or something like something yeah. stupid like that. I've seen this one uh, during the week, Davo, and this one was all you, mate. I, I thought, yeah, how good's this guy? <laughs> he lost a start in Cleveland on May 29th, nineteen ninety eight. Didn't lose another start till June sixth, ninety nine. Now, how many how many games of that did you say it was? I think he started the ninety nine season like fourteen and zero. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, finished off 98 with seven or eight wins and then 99 started blister, yeah, blistering starts. So uh, pretty crazy. I don't think you'd see something like that for a while again. No. It's, uh, with a it's lot of innings cool. pitched too. Yeah. So that's right. A lot of innings and it was always good to watch him and, you know, the likes of Maddox and, and all those. That era, that era of pitching was the best era to watch, in my opinion. Uh, the next one I got for MLB was this week the Phillies. Uh, they had some bats. Where is it? Here we go. And you see the pencil bat on the end there that Stott had, and all these different bats. Um, I believe it was for the Little League World Series. Yeah, yep. The Sunday and Night Baseball. Yeah, and how cool did these look? I just found them uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, I was yeah. a fan of the old the old lead pencil and also the uh, the old uh, crayons, the Crayola crayons as well, the red and black crayons. Yeah, I was a fan of them as well. Pretty Even cool. The green one was the fanatic, wasn't it? I think Bryce Harper yeah, was Harper. using that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, I loved it. Perfect, perfect game for it. For the, to bring that stuff out, yeah, yeah. well marketed. It just looks cool. Um, big Hendo from Phoenix. 
Um, he looked at getting one of the pencil bats and it was like 300 US or something uh, to buy one and then obviously had to ship it over. So, yeah, big dollars considering first pitch, you know. Yeah. Snap so one label over. up. Is the is the writing part like well, the writing of the pencil? Is that like where the where the label is? Because with it all painted, it's sort of like, well, hang on, which way's the grain going? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. You'd have to think so, wouldn't you? I'd just be asking for any composite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen Bryce Harper gave away all his um, leftover bats to. Um, I think it was like the. Um, volunteers helping out at Little League World Series and stuff like that. So another another cool story from MLB. Yeah, and he stayed he stayed a lot longer than what was expected to. Um, he was there in commentary for the Little League game, and he was okay. in the stands with a few of the other players. Majority of the team had already taken off to the stadium. He stayed behind, did some more commentating, and then uh, they showed him leaving and took him about half hour to leave because he was signing so many autographs. In the end, I think I think a team official said, hey, you've got a game to play yourself. We better go. But uh, it was just great to see that young kids were coming up. Security tried to sort of brush them away. And he's like, no, 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 come here. Come here, let me sign that. So really good, really good to see. Yeah. yeah. You don't see enough of it, do you? No. Nah. Plenty of Aussies uh, in in and around MLB and, um, you know, coming through the ranks. Um, Curtis Mead has uh, had about 30 at-bats now, I think, and um, really starting to, to get into a bit of a groove there. I think he had um, a four-game streak going at one stage, hit streak. Um, I guess for us Aussies, seeing someone that, you know, may have that chance to play in everyday sort of baseball is pretty cool. We haven't really seen anyone as an everyday player, as an Aussie for um, a long time. Um, you look back and we've had lots of pitching and different things, but, you know, players like Dave Nielsen back in the day when he was catching and stuff like that played, you know, majority of every day. But Curtis Mead um, has got that opportunity to sort of fly the Aussie flag over there and, and really turn it on. Have you guys seen much of what he's doing or just sort of bits and pieces on the highlights reel? Sort of mainly highlights reel, but uh, they reckon his bat is doing so well, they're finding a spot for him. Like, even though they've got someone at first base or DH, I think he's swinging a a good bat that um, they're they're making spots for him, which is good to see. Yeah, it is good to see. Um, Plenty of Aussies progressing through too, um, including... One of our Newcastle um, legends, Ricks and Wingrove, just promoted to Double A, um, the Fighting Fields. Um, congratulations to Rickson. He's been carving it up down there in Single A and um, gets his opportunity to go up and 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 play that next level up. And I believe there's five or four or five Aussies playing in that Double um, A team as well, which is pretty cool. Cool to see. Um, there was 30 um, Australians, you know, in, in the pipeline as of last week. So, awesome. what was that, Beach? Oh, so that's awesome, you know. Hopefully he keeps um, keeps raking like he was. Yeah. Yeah, he's been hitting the ball well. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully that can continue on. I don't know what I've got next here. Oh, oh, J-Rod, he's carving it up at the moment. Uh, Jim Blake sees Rob catch there at centre field um, last week. We robbed the, robbed the home run, pretend he didn't have it, and then, uh, oh, look what I've got. He showed the yep. ball. That was pretty cool. But, yeah, he's got uh, four game In the last four games, uh, 17 hits in the last four games. This is obviously before today. Uh, last four games, New York Yankees had 17 hits. What do you think about that one, Solo? Fantastic, I think, but, you know. I'm surprised he hasn't come back with. So who still holds the most championships? That's what what Yankee fans normally come back with. Don't feed him. Quit living the past. Texas, right, mate. You hit, they'll find a good good glove. Absolutely, mate. He's uh, been carving it up there. 
and also the Phillies are stockpiling the Aussies. There's been plenty uh, of Aussies in single A, double and triple A. So, yeah. Uh, Savo, mate, last time we had someone um, on here comment about making you moist, mate, we delete banned them straight away. Um, I think he was looking for food or something, wasn't he? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Starving Marvin. Uh, Starving Marvin, that's him. That's him. Didn't um didn't J Rug go from like two forty eight to two eighty batting average uh in that four game streak? Yeah, that's pretty like impressive, this, isn't it? When you when you yeah. think of how many at bats he'd already had, um that's that's a good good jump. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's having a, a solid uh solid run. But also with those Seattle games, I don't know if you've caught any old Ryan Roland Smith, the old uh Lefty, they used to pitch a little bit here in Newcastle uh, and play for Seattle Mariners. He's um, calling those games at the moment. So did a bit of a road trip to um, Houston and also to Chicago. So good to see he's on the TV calling the games and um, good luck for the rest of the the year. Haven't they won like eight or nine or Ten in a row, like the Mariners. They're they're on a streak, and on Texas, right? Yeah. The AL West. It's only what I think three games between first and third now. So, um, yeah, so Texas. You're right. I, I think Houston how, are a game back. Undies, mate? Seattle, Get a bit nervous. Seattle's are only one and a half games back, so they're eight and two for the last ten. So, pretty cool to see. That's going to be a really good, um, a really good. Uh, race to the end. Let's let's have a look at that now while we're talking about. I'll just screen share it one sec. Yeah, there's been plenty of um, two of three against the Astros, so that that stopped them sort of gaining ground. But Texas haven't been too hot lately, so yeah, Texas are three and seven in their last ten. Um, we have a look here at the American League West, um, Texas are in front of Houston by one game. We always talk about Houston making that comeback and, you know, they're always there at the end. They just seem to get it done. But Seattle only one and a half games back on a bit of a tear. Um, they, they always find the tear this time of year, don't they, Seattle? You, you count them out, then all of a sudden come sort of August and September, here they come. So, um, yeah, we will talk about the West here, Tex, we think it's fantastic. So it is great to see. I mean, <laughs> not as a Texas fan, I don't imagine like you. Um, I mean, you you want to see a good series and plenty of good baseball, and it's happening right now in in lots yeah. of divisions. So, um, but that AL West is really heating up. You know, the Angels and Oakland are way down. They're not going to, you know, get anywhere near it. But Seattle. <laughs> Houston and Texas are going to be fighting for that top spot for the rest of the year. Uh, let's go back up to the AL East. Baltimore, Randall, what can you tell me, mate? They just got to hold on, mate. They just got to keep chipping away, stay doing what they've done for the last what eighty straight series or whatever, where they haven't been swept. So they just got to keep chipping away. They've just um, they're one and one in a series of the Blue Jays at the moment. So they need to finish that that series tomorrow with a win. And then I think they've got Colorado Colorado, and then the White Sox, I think, at home. Um, so they've got two little series there where theoretically they should walk away with six wins, you would think. Toronto's, Toronto's been playing pretty well lately too. So yep. um, they're, they're sort of holding on to that extra wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's a cool one uh, from Tex. Texan has Houston for last three games shortly and seven versus Seattle to finish the season. Oof, so that would be nasty for both teams, uh, obviously, there. So we'll be watching closely at that one. Mm. Uh, who's, who's last in the East? Un- uh, under 500, is it? Southo, can you read that? Um, if I highlight this, can I highlight that? I can't highlight no. it, damn. Ah, uh, well. Minnesota on top in the uh, central. Uh, four, and a half, four and a half games clear of Cleveland and seven of Detroit. Uh, not much to comment on there. 
The Atlanta Braves. James, are you still awake, mate? He'd be pretty happy about this. Um, they're 13 and a half games clear of Philadelphia, who have been playing some pretty good baseball of late. Um, they're four and six in their last 10, but they've, they've been playing really good ball. Uh, Miami's solid. Solid, yeah. isn't it? Like Morton went seven innings for one run today or something. So their their pitching's coming back to form and they've got the hitters there. So um Braves are looking hard to beat. Yeah, they uh, are. James is loving the uh the Braves, that's for sure. Um yeah, so Philly's on a bit of a tear, but you know, Miami eighteen back, Mets are twenty-four, Washington twenty-four and a half. The Central is another good one here. Milwaukee are on top. Um, the Cubs, who are still pretty hot, uh, they're three and a half games back. Cincinnati, three and a half games back. Um, not Bring much him. else to talk about there. Get what to bed. Oh, there's a figure that just appeared behind BJ. Oh, fair enough. Someone who that. probably should be in bed. <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed, mate. <laughs> Um, Pittsburgh and St. Louis aren't, aren't doing much. And in the West, mate, the Dodgers are just like Houston Astros, just finding their feet, absolutely plodding along there. They're uh, 11 and a half games in front of Arizona and San Francisco. So in San Diego are 17 back. So I guess whoever makes the wild card in here is pretty much not going to do much when they get there, but you never well, do much here. How's Lance Lynn for the Dodgers? Like a nothing pickup from the what's he with the White Sox? I think and he's gone yeah. like three and zero with a nothing ERA for yeah. for the Dodgers. So um, just throwing on that different uniform, he's just yeah, it's crazy. New lease of life. Mm. Who was the other one we we're talking about today that? Um, threw on the new uniform and, and Dion Paul Dion. Oh, yeah, Dion. He uh went for the Giants in our little group chat. I uh was flogging the Giants for making that call, and he won the game today. He had three hits, and I thought I had a, a stat here for him, but I don't know if I've got it. Yeah, he had four, I think it was like he had four hits, three hits. There you go. Yeah, the Blue Jays. Three hits in his last 40 at, 44 at bats for the Blue Jays, and three hits in his first game with the Giants. So yeah, it was the Blue Jays only picked him up in that St. Louis fire sale as well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah While Bichette, Bichette was hurt, so I suppose they would fill in a gap with a shortstop. One Bichette's second, I've, I've just forgotten. I uh, forgot to turn the old uh, battery on, so. I've got to get up and get the corner, otherwise we're Gonskis. Professional, professional uh, outfit here, isn't it? Oh, very good, very good. Love it. Well, we can bag out the Giants while he's not here. Well, we can because how are they going? Pretty rubbish as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Tex, you got a point there. We're going from Texas to Kansas now, throwing 101 miles and K. So there's been some good pickups from the trade deadline. I know there's been some flops, but um, yeah, every, you're just the sprinkling there of guys doing really well for each team. Yeah. You know, Lance Lynn was no slouch either though, you know, no, he had, he's had some pretty good seasons there for the White Sox. It's just, I guess that team's just, oh, that, that organization is just unraveling yeah. and falling apart it, at the moment, aren't they? It's they, a mess. They the, whole, the whole Tim Anderson sort of saga and everything. It's probably, yeah, as you say, a new lease of life, getting away from that to yep. a good clubhouse, a good environment, a winning environment, uh, makes a world of difference. Yeah, I think I saw something during the week with um, from Eloy Jimenez, and he, someone had asked him, or oh, do you guys talk about, you know, who's going to step up as a leader and about who's going to be the leader of the clubhouse? And he's like, no, nah, not really. We just do what we want. And it's like, well... Doesn't say much for your, no. you know, for your culture, does it? No, it doesn't. No. Yeah, we're talking about a bit of a Yankee basher, mate. 
What about a bit of umpire bashing, fellas? Uh-huh. What about I'd never old do that. Hernandez? I don't know if uh, you can see that, Randall. Yeah, mate, I can highly of umpires. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Davo, what was that? You're breaking <laughs> up, Davo. Yeah, yeah. I, I speak highly of umpires. <laughs> yeah. We don't have, uh, I guess, the, the facilities to to look at these things in Newcastle baseball, Davo, but oh. have a look at uh, our Ryan Wills. Had a good day there on the 15th, 100% of his called strike accuracy and 98% of his... Uh, Called ball accuracy, which is pretty cool. You pretty have good. a look at his zone, and he's got a nice little zone there. And we have a look at uh, Angel Hernandez's uh, green. Looks like a golf green, and divots everywhere outside no, the square there. But he was brutal. Like seeing some of the shorts of some of his calls the other day, they weren't even close. And it's yeah. like, what what game are you watching? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with all the advancements of technology, it is great to to look at this sort of stuff. And we do know that it's bloody hard to, you know, pick a strike and and call every pitch and whatever. But, you know. Especially the way they're throwing the ball. It's like you don't know what's coming down. It's like you might see a 101-mile-an-hour fastball sort of up and in and next thing you know, you see an 80-mile-an-hour slider just breaking away it's like the way they stay in there and call them at the percentage rates they're doing yeah it's insane isn't it it is yeah yeah and i i guess they have um you know their umpire schooling and academies to get to where they are as well so um you know they've got to make their way through the grades to get there to be at that best and it's time to give angel hernandez a flick i think get rid of him yeah uh, move him on and, and get out of there. Yeah, so I don't think anyone. I don't, I don't think anyone would um, argue with that at all. Yeah, I think yeah, he was probably been around in baseball for as long as these logos. Um, <laughs> I found these the other day and thought, how cool are some of these? I'm a massive fan of the uh, White Sox. There, it looks a little bit like the uh, blue, the old Blue Sox logo. Yep. Blue Sox sort of had the hat on top. And what about the Pirates one? There's just some quality quality ones there. And that elephant with the athletics, we talked about that, you know, maybe six months ago. Yeah, one the white the elephants. And, and um, they still feature on their uniforms today. I think it's on a sleeve or something, isn't it? The side yeah, of a cap, yeah. something like that. So, But yeah. even take it further, I'd send it. I don't know if I sent it through Insta or through the chat, just the American League and the National League logos. You you don't see them anymore. Like, they're still two cool logos, but they just get lost in everything these days. So you want your city uniforms or your city hats or whatever, this is what you need to go back to, this this old stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to see, you know, a Tigers hat like that or, or whatever it might be. But yeah, oh, senators, good old Washington senators. Washington, yeah. The the old Red Sox is uh, very similar to the White Sox, isn't it? <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah, good uh, comment here from Tex. The older umpires don't move around behind the catcher, hence the bad zones. New umpires set up uh, more different each pitch. Yeah, I've noticed that a fair bit actually, and. Um, Makes a whole lot of sense too, doesn't it? There was one uh, floating around on Instagram this week where there was a pitch right down the can, but the the catcher's calling it for a high strike, you know, and it hit the low zone, and the catcher dropped the glove and, um, you know, made it look like a really bad pitch. It's it's hard to call that a strike because all umpires sees is this, you know, dropping the glove or whatever it might be, but there was plenty of people that, Hadn't played baseball before, clearly commenting on that because they had no idea. Oh, it's straight down the middle. Yeah, it is, but really yeah. hard to call that when yeah. know, he's dropping his when glove. The catches really. And he's blocking. He's blocking the umpire by calling for a high one and wanting it up high and even being a bit higher in the zone himself. 
Yeah. So he was he was up a bit waiting for that high one, and then when it's low, so uh, yeah, from center field, yes, it looks a strike, but go from behind. Yeah, that's it. When and when a pitcher's missing their spot by that much, you know, it, it does yeah. make it hard too to get that call. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm pretty sure we're no chance of getting under that hour because that's just baseball out the way. We've got NRL. <laughs> NFL World Cup to talk about. So uh, let's move it on to NRL. You blokes want to give us your two cents on the NRL? Uh, mate, yeah. Parramatta just beat the Panthers 32-18 to start yeah, his really round off. Did, didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, Panthers, um, uh, Panthers by like 16, I think. Yeah. And um, Jeremy Luai, the Jerome Luai, um, was like dislo- I think he dislocated his shoulder. In the first half, so uh, he, that might be a, a bit of a problem for the Panthers coming into like the last round next week. Yeah, and the way the Eels had played, it's like you you Panther, Panthers were on a roll; they were doing well. Eels were struggling, um, so I don't think many people would have picked the Eels for tonight, except True Blue Parramatta supporters who are still living in '86. <laughs> yeah, well, they'd be the they'd be the only ones, I think. Yeah, got their VCRs oh, yeah, out. Yeah, that's it. So last week's games though, Cronulla beat the Cowboys thirty two twelve. The Warriors twenty nine twenty two over Manly. Roosters did away with the Eels thirty four twelve. Hudson, what happened here? West Tigers over the Dolphins twenty four twenty three. Right. He must have been in party mode. I just, uh, like, I know we talk about, you know, some of the best coaches in the world and stuff like that, but I did send this through to you guys uh, <laughs> early in the week. How good is he? Mate, 100%. Yeah, 100% strike rate, eh? Benji, mayor of Leichhardt. <laughs> and how long will it stay that way? Uh, come on, mate. Give us our week. <laughs> One week. Yeah. Um, yeah, Panther, Panthers 40 over the Titans, 14. The Storm, 38 over the Dragons, 12. The Mighty Knights, 29 over those poor little bunnies, 10. And then Doggies, Davo. Doggies got done by the Raiders, 36-24. Yeah. But just a bit of controversy there of the Eagles and Warriors match. Um, yes. So, but according to the letter of the law, the umpire, oh, sorry. Referee's got it right. I know old mate's come off in. He's got a stuffed back and it didn't look good, but um, it's just one of those things, I think. And it, yeah. turned, it turned the game around. They scored from that that next set. And um, thanks for coming. Yeah, that's it. It's, um, yeah. I don't even know what to say about it, to be honest. So the rules are the rules, I guess, aren't they? Like, yeah. We keep saying it was all legit, but yeah. Yeah. To the naked was... eye, you look at it and you think, well, how the hell can that be yeah. uh, when he went up and got him the way he did? Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's interesting, isn't it? Like the, the rules, same as the shoulder charge rule, like the rules protect the, the attacking player, not the defensive player, like in a shoulder charge, you know? So if you're running the, if you're taking a hit up, it's no no issue. You can turn side on and you can lead with the shoulder and do whatever mm. at the person that's trying to trying to make the tackle. But if you're tackling the play with the ball, you can't come in with a shoulder charge. That's it. You know, you know if they either either way, it's the same same thing. Like I know they're trying to brace for impact and all that sort of stuff, but still, same as players jumping for the ball. You know, if you're if you're a defender and you're jumping up, you know. To take the ball or whatever, yeah. If it bounces or not, you're still in a vulnerable position, and you've had to leave the ground. You shouldn't be able to be have your legs attacked. Yeah, accident or not, like we know, that's right. That there's no malice in it. It's just one of those things in the game. But um, yeah. yeah, when he's down and he's out. Yeah, and I know they said oh, he didn't land in a dangerous position. Yeah, he landed flat on his back, but you know. How many, lifting, worse. how many lifting tackles do you see these days and the bloke gets slammed on his back and, 
Oh, no, you've put him in a dangerous position. Well, he landed flat on his back. How's he in a dangerous position? Yeah. So, you know, you can harp on about it for hours, but, yeah, just the inconsistencies, I guess. That's I guess what's that's in the game. What the coaches are blowing up about the most, too, in all their press conferences is the inconsistency in it, and that's, you know, where it's got to end. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What about your uh, nights, mate? Yes, well, we look towards this weekend. There's some good good matches on this weekend. Um, obviously, Parramatta just doing away with the Panthers actually keeps their – I think they might keep their season alive a little bit. I think they had to win both games and hope for some other teams to lose. Um, and they, they have a slim chance of jumping up into the eight. Hopefully they don't because they don't deserve it. But um, we look at some teams like uh, the Cowboys. They need to beat the Dolphins to to try and stay alive as well and give themselves a chance. Um, that could, the Roosters that could go either way. The way they could go either cow, way. Cowboys have been hot and cold. Um, so that yeah, that should be a good game. Yeah, we've got um, the Roosters and the Tigers. Roosters really need to win to try and keep their dreams alive as well of making the eight. Yep. Um, and then you've got the no Raiders and the either. No Tedesco, no, he's he's out. Um, the Raiders versus the Broncos. So the Broncos, I don't think they can finish any worse than second, um, no matter what happens. But they could still, with Panthers being beat tonight, they could get the minor premiership. So we'll see what happens there. And Canberra need to hang on. They're um, they're in danger of dropping out of the eight. They've got the Broncos this week and then Cronulla next week. So they're in trouble. The old the old Raiders. They're um, yeah, I think they're cooked. Um, dogs versus Manly, it's of no bearing really to anyone. I think it's just trying to keep away from the bottom of the ladder for those two teams. Um, an and then in-house battle for our yeah. place. My brother's a Manly supporter, so I'm sure there'll be a, <laughs> some sort of bet on it. Yeah, you'd think so. Um, and then the the Knights versus the Sharks, so. That should be this a good is, game. These are two teams that are trying to finish somewhere between fourth and eighth. Um, and the Knights, two losses to the for the Knights, and that could drop them out of the eight. Two wins, and they can finish as high as fourth on the ladder. Um, but uh, theoretically, I think you know they want to beat Cronulla and jump up into that um, into that fifth or sixth place, so they get a home semi final. Yeah, I think that that'd be that'd be unreal for them. Anything like last week where they had a, a full a sellout crowd, whatever it was, twenty nine thousand or whatever at, at McDonald Jones. So haven't seen that for a long time. Mm, it looked a good atmosphere. I, did, uh, I, I didn't see it because I wasn't there. I was at baseball. But um, what about this weekend? You going there? Yeah, mate. I'll be there this week. You're a beauty. So finally get out there. Finally get finally get to a game that season pass somewhat. Someone's loving it anyway, my season pass. <laughs> Don't know who, but so, someone's getting Te- good use of it. Televised game, mate, so make yourself seen. That's a run on the field. Well, Ooh. something. Subscribe to this page. Subscribe to this page and um, donate five bucks a person if you can get to the uh, whatever it covers to cost. the cost. I'll get out there mate. with a sports rewind shirt on. Currently... Uh... I think we're going to need about each viewer to chip in about 12,000 each. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And that'll oh, get me my 20, 24 grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big week of footy, mate. Big week of footy. Coming close to the final. So yeah. there's a lot of movement that can happen on that ladder. For sure. For sure. How about your manly side there, Davo? How are they doing there, buddy? Not my manly side, mate. Oh, it's sorry. People, it's only oh, people like Van Dyke and my brother that oh, go for manly. Sorry, Jesus. Fucking wow. losers. Oh, I love it. Uh, Bulldogs, they just want the season to be over, I think. There's probably two teams that Newcastle fans hate the most, and it's the Bulldogs and manly, I reckon. So, yeah. Anyway. Broncos. Uh, Broncos too, probably. Yeah, Broncos, yeah. Anyway. Everyone hates the Broncos. Yeah. Fuck the Broncos. 
And no one likes the Broncos. Bit of NFL action uh, during the week, fellas. Um, caught a little bit of the scores. Didn't uh, see too much else. Did you catch any of the highlights um, from week two's preseason? Nope, I got nothing. All right. I'm going to do a quick run through of the scores anyway from uh, week two. There's a couple of really close games. Eagles-Browns, 18-all. 21-19 Giants over Panthers. Bengals-Falcons, 13 apiece. The Jags beat the Lions, 25-7. Dolphins, 28-3 over the Texans. Um, the Bills got done by the Steelers, 27-15. 24-17 Colts over the Bears. The Bucks beat the Jets, 13-6. 21-17 the Patriots over the Packers. 24-16 Titans over the Vikings. 38-10, Chiefs over Cards. 21-20, the 49ers over the Broncos. 34-17, Raiders over Rams. Seahawks, 22, beat the Cowboys, 14. Saints, 22, Chargers, 17. And, that, and that's all the games. There's no more than that. And the Commanders, Davo, beat the Baltimore Ravens, 29-28. The Commanders... Now on a two-run, two-win run, mate. Stop the comp. Yeah. You know, I know it's pre-season, but great signs there for the uh, Washington Redskins commanders. Sorry, the commanders. I did did hear that um, the sneaky money could be on the um, Steelers this year. Okay. Apparently they've got quite a good sort of makeup happening, and two and zero so far in the preseason. So, just from watching a little bit of ESPN, they're saying that could be just a value bet for the year. So, something yep. to watch out for. There you go. Good to see. It'll be interesting uh, how the season plays out. That's for sure. I also noticed. Um, uh, San Francisco Giants have picked Birdie as their number one. Um, Sam Darnold named quarterback number two. So, so what does that mean for their for the other bloke they picked second round or whatever? Yeah, so, I don't know, mate. Um, I haven't seen much in the Trace. 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 Yeah. Like yeah. So yeah, doesn't. What does it mean for him? Don't know, mate. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. That's him. That's him. Mate, who knows? I don't know what they've got planned. Um, not, there's been nothing in the media about other than, you know, people saying poor Trey Lance, this and that. But, yeah, what do you do? Getting signed to basically sit on the bench and learn all the plays, I guess. Um, yeah. I- I did read a funny stat. I think it was Baker Mayfield is going to be starting for his fourth team in a 12-month, like in a 12-month calendar. It's insane. um, Talk about doing the rounds to start for four different teams within a 12-month period. That's crazy, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Yeah. I don't know how... You know what the requirements are uh, for teams with their draft picks. Do they, you know, they they don't have to play him and they don't have to do anything really. So he may just sit on the bench and get traded away, you know, for somebody else. Who knows what their plans are? Um, you know, someone that might be looking for a quarterback might pick him up as a cheap option and might run away with it, sort of thing. He's only had four games or something like that in two years. So uh, not real uh, not real good for him. Hey, uh, the chat on our screen here, fellas, isn't isn't loading up. Um, there's been a fair few comments uh, from Southo up the nights. Um, <laughs> Derek fractured back. Sorry, I haven't posted those up, but, yeah, they're not come up on our feed. So probably because we're at that hour mark and I said we're probably going to go under the hour. No chance. Well, we've got we've got twenty two seconds. Come on, mate. You ready? World Cup, Spain won. All right. We'll see you <laughs> later. <Peace laughs> out.
Uh, did you watch the final? Watch, watch the second half. Um, something else was on, but yeah, saw the second half and uh, Spain was just too good, and it was good to see England lose. And um, I saw a meme going around. Uh, a shout out to Piers Morgan. Lost the men's ashes, the women's ashes, uh, men like the women's World Cup, and there was something else, uh, the netball. So uh, England's like 0 for 4 in major sporting events in the last last few months. Ah, mate, yeah. mate. They won in principle. It's all good, mate. Who's ah, on the trophy, though? They got it done, mate. Yeah. For, for a team yeah. that hate their coach as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of that in the news, wasn't there? Yeah. But, and um, uh, unfortunately, Australia Matildas just ran out of puff. Sweden, a tough opponent. Yeah. Um, that that trip, the penalty, yeah, nothing in it. But again, you're going by the the letter of the law um, that it is there, but very hard done by. And for what they've done for women's sport. Um, like my wife Lauren posted on Facebook and she said, we turn up to our girls' soccer on a Saturday. Now there's so many girls with ribbons in their hair, uh, wearing the gloves like Mary Fowler. It's just been so good for yeah. for women's sport. It's just sport in general. Forget the yeah. women's sport, but just sport in general. Uh, been such good role models that uh, you can see it now. Kids kids are following suit. So they've, they've done Australia proud. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I love. I obviously that I think they did their dash against France, used all their legs, and they were spent after that. But you know, as you said, plenty of Aussie kids um, getting out there and playing some sport. Um, I am going to mention the the statue at Brisbane. Um, thoughts on whether they should get the statue up there? Yeah. They didn't win the World they Cup. The, they got the, they got the key to the city. Yeah, yeah. They the they got the key to everybody's hearts. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. I I am agreeing with most of the social media. I don't think they should get the statue, but I, I agree that it's done so much for sport in Australia, and I yeah. um, think it's really cool, especially for uh, for women in sport and and also young young girls in sport. So pretty cool to see. Well, let's hope the politicians follow through with their promise now funding. Um, to to grow sport, not just not just for football, but all sports, um, at all levels, so that Absolutely. kids are out there getting exercise, joining these things. So, it's yeah, got, it's just going to be a win-win everywhere. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, we know I've what politicians this. are like. Yeah, yeah. Seen this one as well. Um, I guess the history of the World Cup uh, footballs used. If you could go with a favourite out of all of those, what what would you pick? I like the classics, mate. Probably probably the uh, seventy four. Seventy four was pretty hot. For those that are just listening on the audio, we're looking at the the soccer balls from nineteen seventy through two thousand twenty two. I like just like the old white with the old occasional black black spot. Like yes. Pentagons. You know, yeah, the Pentagons. It's just, yeah, that's a soccer ball to me. Yep. Yeah, I'm a 94 guy. Uh, let us know in your comments what you like out of those balls anyway. Uh, not that we can see your comments at the moment, but let us know. <laughs> 94. Tell, is, us what ball, tell us whose balls you like best. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of balls on the screen to choose from, so tell us what one you like the best. I um, why everyone's still here and listening, I uh, just want to say thanks for tuning in. Uh, next week's show, we're actually coming up to a year, so um, we're going to have a one-year celebration um, next year. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to celebrate one year. We'll probably have a ramen talk. Dave will probably have a ramen. Rand will have a dirty water, and I'll have a Canadian. We'll talk little bit more drivel um for the week but appreciate everyone tuning in and listening whether you listen on the audio only or um you tune in on youtube and watch the replay we appreciate putting up, it putting up with us 
free mugs for a year. Can't believe it. Absolutely. We've got a couple to finish on, fellas. I know Randall's a keen golfer once a year at Torwoods there. Um, end of season trip. Mate, oh. Randall's five iron down the bottom compared to Tigers in 2000 2001. Have a look at that thing. Yep. What a gem. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that is too, much, by way. There's not enough actual um, bore marks on the shaft. <laughs> I normally get a few a on there, straight. and the club is a little straight, or enough dirt around it from all the divots you take. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah, it looks pretty new, doesn't it? Way too new. Hey, the other the other golf one I got. Uh, big shout out to Strangy. Um, I reckon this is probably a picture of his pop's lawn um, back in the nineties. There, hey, this is on some bloke's front yard. Now, I'm not going to, you know, implicate myself here, but back when I was 17, there's no way I would not have driven my car over that. Have a look at that thing. <laughs> have a look at that. That's in someone's front yard. But anyway. Yeah. Got the cylinder mower out, keep it nice yeah. and neat. Yeah. Hey, you know, much before Randall got his pool, Davo, that's what his yard looked like. I think Salvo's <laughs> throwing some things over the fence, you know, giving all those Yankee comments and <laughs> bits and pieces over the fence now. And I wouldn't even notice at the moment, mate. That's yeah. how bad it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Should get yourself a lawn man, mate. Come in and get it done while you got that busted ankle. Might have to. That's what you got kids for, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Are you yeah, still awake, sure. Dave? Must have been. Gone. Right, fellas. It's been a big week. Big week of sport coming up. Um, if you want something featured in our tidbits or, um, or you want us to bring anything up from your local sports, um, shoot us a message in that group chat in the Sports Rewind Digital Collectibles um, Facebook group there. There's a bit of chat there for you guys to send in your tidbits and bits and pieces you want to talk about. Um, please do so. Um, we love hearing from each and every one of you, even Savo and his Yankees. Oh, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, right, no, we love to, love to talk sport with anyone and everyone. Yeah. And, and any sport, too. Absolutely. We can talk right. a lot about anything. And we probably will for another half an hour after this isn't live. Yeah. Uh, all right, fellas. Have a good week. And uh, good luck to all those teams competing on the weekend. Peace. Catches. <laughs>